Hello everybody and welcome again to Definitively Uncertain. I'm John Colbert and with me as always Adele Colbert. Is Adele Colbert. <laughs> she just wanted to say her name. I did. Alright, so today um we have a topic that I'm a little sensitive on because uh I like to think myself as a professional. And it's uh it's it's something that I'm trying to teach Adele right now because she's coming of age in Alberta. Uh, you can get your license, your beginners at 14. Mm-hmm. And, you and can then your license at 16. At 16. So uh, I've been teaching her about driving and I've done a lot of driving in my life. Uh, many different things, uh, transport truck, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, oversized loads and fun stuff like that. You can basically drive like anything. I can. I think so. I think I can. I like to consider myself a person that can drive anything with a motor and wheels. Yeah. So. I am not one of those people. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, but you will be. I'm definitely better than when I started. You are a lot better than when you started. <laughs> you still have a long way to go. I do. But... There's um, there's so many um, bad habits that you fall into right away. As soon as you're done your test, you're like, oh, yeah, so I can just do this and I can do that. And I try not to do them, mm-hmm. but I know I have bad habits too. And I try to show you that if I'm doing something stupid, I'm like, no, yeah, don't do this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what do you think about driving so far? Uh, it's really fun. Yeah. It, um, it's definitely really cool when, like, when he taught me how to parallel park. And, like, I did it the first try that one time. Yeah. That one time. That <laughs> It felt really good. It, like, gives you a sense of pride. And what about when I get you to do more challenging stuff, like drive on the highway with a pickup truck with a trailer behind you? It was a little nerve-wracking, just the thought of it at first, but once I was out there, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to yeah. be. It was a little trailer, too, so that helps. For sure. Yeah. But then I made you back that up, and yeah, how much that fun was that? took a couple of tries, a but... Couple. We'll say a couple, we'll sure. We'll say a couple, <laughs> but it took, like, 45 <laughs> minutes, I feel like. It, it, it felt like 45 minutes, but it probably wasn't that long. It felt like forever <laughs> but backing up a small trailer is something that's way harder than doing a big trailer for so sure i'd rather you learn that way so um there's a lot of stuff from just a regular driver's eyes when they see a transport and this is kind of the stuff i want to talk about where it's like it's you know it's such a big inconvenience to be behind this transport you know that's only doing a certain speed you know it's not even going up to the full speed limit which is 110 kilometers here Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of guys get pissed off at it and they got to get around that truck and they have to you know and they'll they'll make stupid stupid choices to get around a truck Mm -hmm. you know and for me that was always something whether I was driving on the highway or right in a big city you know it was something that always drove me nuts and I just, I wanted to put that on you guys so you guys understand that, you know, those guys are out there and anything that's in this house 
anything that you go buy at a store, anything for groceries, anything comes off a truck. Mm -hmm. That's what those guys do. They deliver goods and services to everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, but, and yet they have no respect on the highway whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of sad. And there is truck drivers out there that are just idiots too. I'm not going to say all truck drivers are great because there is a lot that aren't. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of guys out there that I think shouldn't even have their licenses. But then there's the guys out there that take pride in what they do. And they work hard. And they keep their trucks clean. And, you know, and they do everything that they're supposed to do. They stay in the slow lane. They, you know, they do all that. Mm -hmm. And yet they still get grouped into this pile which is you know fucking transport truck drivers which Mm -hmm. drives me nuts because like i said everything that's in this house came off a truck you know like it's just it's the truth it got comes off a plane it comes off a ship it goes onto a truck it goes onto a train when it gets off the train it goes onto a truck like it end destination is a truck Mm -hmm. you know so that's a it's just something to, you know, when you're thinking about it. And those guys are driving long hours. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know. Well, you've done road trips with us. Like, yeah. long road trips. And you know that you get tired just sitting there, right? For sure. So so does a guy that's driving. And there's laws on how long they're allowed to drive for yeah. and stuff like that. But there's, you know, it's still one of those you do it day in and day out there's times where you just get tired you know what i mean and sleeping in a little thing that's you know a cell block is bigger than most of those bunks you know what i mean like people in jail have a better living quarters than transport truck drivers and you know like and they got everything that they got for their month or however long they're gone or some guys basically live out of their trucks yeah you know, and they got it all crammed into this little tiny space. And yeah, you're going to meet some that aren't happy. You know, that's just the way life is. But you're going to meet lots of people who aren't happy. Yeah, I remember when you were doing long haul, seeing your like little tiny bunk and your little tiny fridge and your little tiny storage compartment for all your like microwave meals and ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there isn't much. And and then you got to put your clothes in there and then, yeah, you know, and, and then the other things when there's guys that take pride in their stuff, like, like I did, I had a vacuum in there. I had all my cleaning products in there because I like to, at least where I lived, I wanted it to be clean, yeah. you know? So it was, it was, you know, more than what some people put in. Like so some people I walked in, like, you know, we're hanging out or whatever and they're like yeah look at my truck you know and then i look in i'm like jesus you know like just look like you know somebody yeah somebody threw up in there like a like a bunch of crap like not really throw up yeah you know it's just it was like a freaking yard sale unorganized yard sale that's the best way to put that yeah but you know there's the guys out there that try and they work hard and they drive but then you know, there's been this uh, sense of entitlement with drivers nowadays. You know, they'll know that a, a lane's ending and yet they'll jump into that lane to drive ahead to cut other people off because they're too busy. 
you know, like I understand if it's coming like off an off ramp and you have to merge. Yeah. But when you see the guy jump out from behind you just to gas it up there to cut other people off and slow everyone else down, it's just the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, like that's what I think in my head. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not a very screamy, yelly, freak out kind of guy. So usually when I see that, I'm just like, ah, you're a moron. Mm-hmm. That's all I think, you know, it's just, but it slows everyone else down. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and there's certain stereotypes. There's definitely stereotypes out there. Um, guys that drive minivans with white sunglasses. I don't know why, but they're the biggest jerks on the road. (laughs) It's no joke. It's like a serious, real problem. I don't know if it's the white sunglasses that make people douchebags. I I really don't know. But if you see a guy with white sunglasses... You know. Just stay away from him, because you know he's about to do something stupid. And it's always in a minivan. (laughs) It really is. It's like, dude, don't take it out on me that your wife made you buy a minivan. And you're mad at it now. You know, you're mad because you've got to drive a Kleenex box that has no character that looks like everything else. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a sad thing. It's a sad, sad thing. Minivans and white sunglasses. Stay away from them. Yeah. Got it. And, um, and there's, there's another category too. And it's not all of them, but it's a lot of them. BMW drivers. Yeah. I don't know why I've been cut off by more BMW drivers than anything else in this entire fucking world. Like anything else in this world. I was merging onto the highway with heavy equipment on the back of a transport truck. Mm -hmm. And you know what let me in? Hmm. A Ferrari. (laughs) A Ferrari was like, no, no, go ahead of me. I'm full of like... You know, I've cleaned off the equipment as much as I could, but there's still stuff that's on there. It's always going to be like that. Yeah. But yeah, he let me in. Just say, here, man, you go ahead of me, right? And I'm like, holy crap, Ferrari let me in. Ferrari. Yeah. Minivan BMW drivers? Mm Mm-mm. They won't do that for you. Zoom right past you. They'll gas it. They got to get ahead of the big truck, right? Jerks. And I've been in, since we've been out in Alberta... I've been in three accidents. Mm-hmm. Two, I've been rear-ended. And one, I was out of my vehicle and I got hit by the car. Yeah, you just gassed it off. Yeah, yeah, it was a hit and run. But, you know, that's a scary freaking thing. Yeah. It's not... And, like, those are the things I want to teach you. Like, I was in a construction zone, so yeah. the lanes were narrowed. And this guy tried to get through, even though there was a bus coming... And instead of just waiting and being patient, instead, he swerved into the cones where I was walking, hit me, and then took off. Like, he knew he hit me. I'm not a small guy. Yeah. Like, you know when you hit something like me. Yeah. You know? I'm not some little bird. You know? So, for me, that was a real, that was a real eye-opener. It's, it, it scared the hell out of me. You know, it could have mm-hmm. been a lot worse, and it wasn't, which is good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, even being rear-ended, like, that. That guy hit me. I was almost at a dead stop when he hit me. And just totaled his truck. Like, he was going probably 70 kilometers an hour. And I was almost at a dead stop. Holy crap. That's a big hit, man. Yeah. So, 
stuff like that. It's just uh, it's just not being in a rush, keeping that phone out of your hand. Yeah, a, a sh- we, I've seen that so much here. Like people, like as soon as there's like a red light or a stop sign, they pull out their phone and start typing. It's ridiculous. They're like that on the highway too. Are You'll they? just see them look down all the time because, you know, they're on a straight highway. What's you know, what's the point in paying attention? <sighs> yeah, it's it's a bit of a hard one. But what do you think about like the uh, the waiting two years? Like, is is fourteen a good age to get your beginners so you could start learning? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Do you like, feel all 14-year-olds are responsible enough to have no. a beginners? You don't no think way. so? Like, yeah, no. No way. No? There were 14-year-olds at my junior high who, um, who smoked and drank and didn't like they thought they were adults but they were irresponsible with everything and i wouldn't i wouldn't there's a lot like a list of people i could name off that i wouldn't want on the road with me yeah like at that age i'm not sure about now because well i moved school so i don't know like most of them i haven't seen most of them for a while but at that age no there are a few people i would trust on the road with me but definitely not everyone so but then they have two years right because they have to be they have to they have to learn from someone yeah so they have two years to kind of smarten up but do you think that 16 still too young um Hmm. i think for some people it might be that might be a factor of just like not being ready to have that kind of responsibility but i'm definitely glad you made me go get mine because if I hadn't, then, well, I'd be, like, in the same situation as, like, Ontario. You can only get it when you're 16, and then you get your full license at 18, right? Yeah. I'm glad you made me get it earlier, because now, like, when I get my full license, they can, like, go see my friends or something when I have my own car. Yeah. Or yeah. you can borrow ours, but you have to be responsible with it. Yeah. So that's the thing that... And that's the things I want to show you is the responsibility. Like to me, I always said that driving is a privilege. It's not a right. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think it's a right. Yeah, a lot of people do, but a lot of people are wrong. Mm -hmm. 100% wrong. It is a privilege to be out on the roads with other people. And you have to look at it as all these other cars, they're not assholes and pricks and, you know, getting in your way. Mm -hmm. They're not. They're just people trying to get somewhere where they have to be. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're nervous out on the road. Or, you know, maybe they're new like you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're old and they just don't have that reaction time anymore. Yeah. You know, maybe they're just freaked out. There's all kinds of factors in it. Mm-hmm. You know, that something could be wrong with their vehicle and they're just trying to make it somewhere. You know, like a lot of people can't afford a brand new vehicle. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to drive those pieces of shit before you get something nice. I had to drive a lot of pieces of shit <laughs> before I got nice vehicles. But now, you know, now we have nice vehicles. I can, and I teach you on a truck. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to teach you on something small. I could have went out and bought a little small car to teach you, but I figured it was just useless, you mm-hmm. know? If I teach you on something big, when you get in something small, you're going to be like, oh, this is easy, Mm -hmm. you know? So 
for me that's that's the way i i learned too was big boats man like that's that's all it was mm-hmm. you learn how to maneuver something big it's easier to maneuver something small yeah exactly yeah but the other part about being a responsible driver is maintaining your vehicle yeah. making sure that your lights are working making sure that you know you you got brake fluid and you know where the brake fluid goes like there's a a misconception that there's a lot of girls out there that don't know how to do things for themselves mm-hmm. and i i don't see that as much out here like it's it's but we're rural we're kind of farm yeah you know but for me i just think that you know you should you should rely on yourself to know how to do these things and if you don't i'm always a phone call away yeah so i could always kind of talk you through it i have a friend who doesn't want to drive at all and there's no reason for it she just doesn't want to and then i also have a friend who was in a car crash and he can't wait to start driving yeah it's it's weird to me I, I don't know. I would have imagined that someone that had been in an accident wouldn't want to get out on the road so eagerly, but he does. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was a little weird. That's cool that he wants to go out still. For sure. That it didn't deter him. But all all people from accidents, they think differently. You know, like um, there's people out there that, you know, they'll... Uh, they'll have something bad happen to them and they can't handle it. You know, mm-hmm. like my my mom, she was in a really bad accident with my dad. And, you know, her being scared of driving turned her into a not-so-great driver. Mm-hmm. Like... She'll tell you, I never had an accident. I never had this. I never had that because she was the passenger in the car. But when she got down to an 80 sign, she would hit the brakes or down to a 50 sign from an 80. She would hit the brakes so hard to get down to that 50, you know, and she's like, I'm just doing what they want me to do. But that's not. It's a gradual, you know, you see the 50 sign up ahead. You gradually slow down to Mm -hmm. the 50. You don't hammer on the brakes once you get there. Yeah. And my mom used to do that, and she freaked out. Like, she just, there were times where I remember we sat on a road going to turn left, like, onto the highway, mm-hmm. and we sat there forever because my mom was like, no, it's not clear, even though I would have went 15, 20 times. Yeah. You know, but you could tell. It was the fear of that accident and stuff that made her more cautious. But being a really cautious person is just as bad as being a careless person. Yeah. If you're too cautious, you're going to double th- you're going to triple think, quadruple think things and you're going to think your way out of something or you're going to try to move and then swerve back and when you do stuff like that, that's, that's when accidents happen. Yeah. Cuz you have to be decisive when you're driving. You have to be confident. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. You have to commit to what you're doing. That's to me probably everything is you got to commit mm-hmm. you've been saying that since day one yeah you have to though that's the thing and using indicators they're not just suggestions like just fucking tell people which there way you're going there are a lot of people who don't use blinkers here trust me i know like i've seen it i've seen someone like go up to a light and like turn right and i'm like 
blinker. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about when you start driving on your own? Like, are you going to be excited about it? Or do you think you're going to be worried at first? I think at first I might be a little wary. But I think as long as I keep my head and remember what you taught me, I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you always kind of find your own groove, right? Like, I'm teaching you the things that they're going to look for. In the test. In the test. But once you're done that, you're going to find your own groove. You're going to find even different vehicles, right? Like, mom jumps in from one truck to the other and then she hits the brakes too hard in one truck because of the other truck you know the brakes aren't as touchy yeah you know she does it all the time it drives me nuts mm-hmm. she'll like hey, and it's like what are you doing mm-hmm. like my head hits the steering or, or the windshield <laughs> almost right but yeah. you know so there's all kinds of factors but the biggest thing when i teach you is i want you to have fun but it, you know you have to listen too right mm-hmm and then I know a friend of ours is an instructor, and uh, she was talking about taking you out too, just because I think sometimes you kind of glaze over, you know, when I'm trying to talk to you about something. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's like talking to a wall sometimes, <laughs> you know? You're like, I just told you not to do that. Oh, yeah, right. I just told you not to do that. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and I think it's because I'm your dad. And you're like, oh, fucking shut up, dad. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is sometimes. I never say that. Or I become that Charlie Brown teacher. Wah, 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 wah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Trying to explain something to you and it just falling on deaf ears. Right over my head. You got any questions for me about driving? Uh, what do you like most about driving? I like just going. Yeah. Yeah. Just jump in a truck and or a car or whatever just go you know find those back roads that i've never seen before bring my camera with me so i can take pictures of wildlife or landscapes or whatever i find that i think's cool i could do that for oh geez i could probably spend a whole vacation just doing that just driving Mm -hmm. for me that's it's so much fun it was just a sense of freedom yeah since i was 16 I I was in the same boat as you. I lived rural. You know where we used to live because mm-hmm. we still own the house in Ontario there. But yeah, it's a, yeah, it was such a, you know, we, I used to, mom and I would just go, just drive, you know, where, who cares? Let's just go. Mm-hmm. That's before gas was, you know, gas was a lot cheaper back then. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a little more expensive. A little bit. But yeah, it's just, for me, it's just going out, seeing new things, just driving, Mm -hmm. you know, having that freedom to just go wherever the fuck you want. What was your first vehicle? 1977 Mustang Cobra 2 Fastback. You don't know what that is? (laughs) No. It was a really nice car. Yeah. Actually, that's, I shouldn't say that. A lot of people called it the ugliest Mustang ever made. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved that car. I thought it was nice. And then I had, I've had all kinds of cars since then. But, and I've always done stuff to them. Yeah. You know, modified them a little bit here or there. You know. The first car I ever remember being in was the Sunfire we had. Mm-hmm. The little black car. I hated that car. <laughs> yeah. M- Mom loved that car, but I hated it. 
Yeah. It was just a, I don't know. It was like the new age Taurus. I don't know <laughs> if you know what that is, but it was just a piece of junk car. It's just something they, they made a lot of and it wasn't great quality. It wasn't fast. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I still put a system in it, but it wasn't anything great. Yeah. I, a lot of like good memories I have were like in the vehicle. We're yeah. Going and finding something, or, you know what I mean? Going for a drive. and. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy doing stuff like that. We've been all kinds of places. We have. Yeah, it's really cool. And we've driven almost right across Canada. Yeah. You know, so that's a... And you want me to help with that next summer, right? Well, next summer, yeah. If, yeah. As long as it's within, you know, legal regulations. Because you can't drive on 100-kilometer highways. Or uh, can you? I think I can. But I can't drive... At night. At night. So it'll have to be during the day. We'll have to look. Yeah, we'll look it up. But it'll be fun. Yeah. I'll, one of us will still be awake, because I, I wouldn't trust you to, you know. <laughs> Drive while you guys are sleeping. No, absolutely not. I'd be like, Dad, Dad, help, help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do I do? My mom one time, my mom and dad, they were driving from Ontario to New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And they were... Uh, my mom was on the highway forever. And then my dad woke up and he was like, what, oh, you want me to drive? And my mom didn't even hit the brakes. She just turned the vehicle sideways, like just turned to pull over because she, she was so tired. Like she was just so exhausted that she just turned the wheel. And I guess the vehicle went up on two wheels and they almost crashed and it was a whole thing. We weren't there. Jeez. But mom, yeah, mom and dad, well, dad told me the story. Mm-hmm. Told me about how, you know, the time your mother almost killed us. <laughs> that's, that's how he describes it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So what's your, what's your vehicle of choice? Like, what do you see yourself driving? Well, I like the truck you're teaching me in. But I don't know, my first car is probably just going to be something cheap that runs with four wheels (laughs) yeah but what's the car that you you want what's the car or vehicle whatever it is like what's something i want a thing you want a volkswagen i really want a thing (laughs) all right you're gonna need to save up for that yeah Yeah. i know (laughs) i've looked into it i have a friend that has a thing really yeah i remember seeing a neon green thing at port dover two summers ago and that's when i decided i wanted one yeah when i saw it i was like you're beautiful (laughs) that is not my first choice no but mom would definitely love it yeah it would definitely be something that she would she would love for sure mom wants a orange lambo yeah yeah your mom has expensive taste yeah (laughs) she does yeah bugattis are pretty yeah i Bugattis are very nice. (laughs) Maseratis are nice. Yeah, Yeah, there's all kinds of nice stuff. There's all kinds of pretty pretty vehicles. I think I want a project car pretty soon. Yeah. That's my goal. I think I want to build something. I want something that runs and everything, but then I can, you know, do some more to it. 
Mm-hmm. That's my plan. Why are you smirking at me like that for? I also really want a 1967 Chevy Impala. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 67? Yeah. Why? Supernatural, man. <laughs> That's oh. what Dean and Sam drive. Oh, man. <laughs> I was going to say, the 1964 Impala is like the thing you really want. Yeah. Not 67. Not 67. No, 64 had like the hydraulics. That was the one that... All right, yeah. Yeah, jumps and bounces. What's what's the car that Uncle just bought with the big fins? It's it's an old uh, Chrysler Newport. That's what his is. I like the fins. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's cool. So you're sounding less gearheady and more girly. Thanks. I like the fins. I do like the fins. The fins are so nice. I'm just a nerdy, girly... The fins thing, match my mascara. ...thing driver. No. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. It's not. If right. anything, it matched my liner. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I meant. I don't know what those things are. I don't wear it. <sighs> But I think we're done for today. For today. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we got a few more topics and we're getting close to getting these all out. Yeah, being able to show you, show this to the internet. <laughs> show this to the interwebs. Yep, definitely. Right on. All right, guys, we're going to take off for now. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for next topic. Hopefully it's as fun as this one. See ya. Bye.